You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How fun was Christmas as a kid? I mean, that's even an expression, right? Happier than a kid on Christmas or whatever. But man, once you become an adult. Those responsibilities just start piling up. You got to start worrying about time off and how much time you're going to work and when the kids are in school and when they're out of school and how we're traveling here and what hotel we're staying at and do we need a flight and it gets expensive. And then you've got all the extra added stress of, oh, I got to hang this light and I got to put up this tree and then we got to wrap the presents. But most importantly, the financial stress of we got to buy all of these presents. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Hurry to save with Conrad.com. We want to make sure that you hit 2022 the way you planned on ahead of the game. Don't go overspend and kick the can down the road and make it one of your new year's resolutions next year where you say, well, I guess this year I'm going to try to get out of debt and save money. Do it right now. All the experts are predicting that interest rates are going to rise next year. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. But here's what's happened in the last two years. All of a sudden your house is probably worth more than ever. Why not use some of your newfound equity to get the best interest rate you've ever had while we've still got them, get rid of your PMI that in and of itself might save you two or 300 bucks. And at the same time, get rid of all your credit card debt. Just like that. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a car loan, you owe it to yourself to just get a quick quote right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? Your single biggest bill, you know, your house payment, you won't have to make that in December or January. You're done until February 1st. You get a two month break from your single biggest bill right here during the holidays. That's going to get you the cash you need to not put Christmas on a credit card and that credit card debt. It'll be gone forever. Thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. Go read some of our five-star reviews all for yourself. Type this into your browser right now. C-O-N-R-A-D reviews.com conradreviews.com see what our actual customers are saying about the process and their experience it's almost five stars across the board and then hurry to savewithconrad.com get yourself a quick quote find out how much money you can save for free we're routinely helping our podcast listeners save five six seven even eight hundred bucks a month heck the other day we helped a guy save more than eleven hundred dollars a month i want to be clear he didn't save one thousand one hundred dollars one time He's saving it this month, next month, the month after that, all because he went to savewithconrad.com. And you can do it too. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some money, we won't waste your time. But right here during the holidays, what are you waiting for? Make this the best Christmas ever. Let's be like kids on Christmas and not have the financial stress of worrying about what are we going to do? You're going to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible because you went to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender at savewithconrad.com.
Give the ultimate gift to the wrestling fan in your life this holiday season. You've asked for it, and I can't believe this is real, but now you can give the gift of ad-free shows. Head over to adfreegift.com now to purchase an ad-free show subscription for a friend or loved one. Simply click on gift a subscription up at the top and choose a plan. Plug in their email address, and just like that, your gift is on its way to their inbox. In my opinion, you simply will not find a better value in wrestling this holiday season early ad free access to all seven of my podcasts plus video starting at just $9 a month. We've also got tons of exclusive bonus content on top of it for just 29 bucks. So what are you waiting for? Get over with that special someone in your life by giving the gift of ad free shows, visit adfreegift.com right now to get started. That's adfreegift.com. Your one-stop shop for the wrestling fan in your life. This holiday season is adfreegift.com. Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn. And of course, we can't do it without the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster. He is Double A, the Enforcer, Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, man? I am outstanding, sir. How are you, man? Better than I deserve. So excited to be here with you today. I love going down memory lane, talking about the good old days. And today we're going to pick up where we left off, October of 1986. This is peak Jim Crockett Promotions. But before we go any further, we should probably address that Georgia recently experienced peak crimson tide, and we have not talked about it here on the show. Now we know the playoffs are set. What do you expect? Double a what's it going to look like come the championship game? There is no disgrace in losing to Alabama. No, of course not. And I, we've often said that we don't get heated. I didn't call to wish you luck or anything before the game, because you don't need any luck <laughs> and they don't need any luck. I sent up Georgia Bulldogs. What I thought was a tweet that would fire them up did not work. They got manhandled. <laughs> so let me say this very humbly. I will continue to be a huge Georgia fan, but if they lose twice, Alabama, they don't deserve to be up there. Am I saying that right? Yeah. The better team will have one. I'm worried about Michigan first. You know, hey, they came out of nowhere, dude. Yeah, they're man. No slouch, they're, they're no slouches. I, I tell you this, as an Alabama fan, I would much rather play Michigan in a championship game than Georgia. I just think it's so hard to beat the same team twice in the same year. I would rather not play Georgia, uh, but you know, it could be fun. Uh, what in a few weeks here and mid January, you and I both be wringing our hands on a Monday night, but first we got to get through new year's Eve and I'm pretty excited, man. Uh, 
Alabama gets a, a new challenge in Cincinnati. And to your point, I don't think that Michigan Georgia game is a gimme in either direction. No. And wouldn't it be something? Now, I just love sports like you do. You know, we got our teams and we're loyal to what if Cincinnati ran the table? Yeah. Talking about sports history. That'd be one they'd be talking about for a while. I know I would. Yeah, but I mean, it would probably, that's about as likely as you getting drafted, you know, in the NBA draft. Don't you think? I mean, there's pretty much no chance Cincinnati gets there. It's a fun idea, but it's like a Disney movie. It's not real. Hey, listen, you don't know. Obviously I'm not a tall man in their world, but I'm a dribbling son of a bitch. (laughs) You didn't know that, did you? I did not know that, but I feel like we're going to have to get video up for adfreeshows.com. Hey, get it in a loud, clear voice right now. The line is seven and a half. Georgia is a favorite seven and a half. If you were a betting man, and I know you're typically not, but if you were, would you bet on Georgia to cover seven and a half? Damn right. Well, they're going to come out. Here's what they didn't do. They're going to come out and run the ball successfully. And that defense that were beasts. Let me tell you what I think happened. When number 99 blew up, it was pretty evident. It mm. was because he was on the field the whole frigging game. Let the, let the offense run the ball, eat up the clock, score some touchdowns, and free up that defense, and you're going to see the monsters return. I will cover the seven and a half. How about that? If you Now, again, I know you're not, but if you're a betting man, as we're talking right now, Alabama is a 13 and a half point favorite. Would you expect Alabama to cover 13 and a half? Even though we spoke earlier about, wouldn't it be cool if I got to tell you, if Alabama gets behind, which really seems to chap their ass, especially at halftime, they will probably win this one by three to four touchdowns. You know, I, I hope it's a close game just because I enjoy good entertaining games and, and 13 still for a playoff game. So seems like a lot. I might actually take Cincinnati in the points. It feels like a lot. I mean, if I'm Nick Saban and I feel like I've got that game in hand, I might pull my foot off their throat and, uh, not risk injury for any of my studs. So I'm going to take Cincinnati in the points and uh, I'm going to take Michigan in the points. So how about that? Well, Hey, you're a brave man. You didn't get so damn wealthy, you know, not having a a set. You do have a set. (laughs) I just know when you piss Alabama off, they can score at will. Yeah. Ask any team they've ever played. It's almost like it just kicks into another gear. It doesn't matter what the other team does. They can score as many as they want. The tougher the opponent, the more you need a game plan. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. I know, um, I know we don't talk about football a lot here on the show, but I think most of the guys listening to this are probably like me and you, and they do enjoy a, a fair share of the pigskin. The big news as you and I are recording is urban Meyer was recently released by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And obviously you and I are, 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 are undercover Jaguar fans. We just have to be, we're pulling for our friends, but we bet we are my goodness. Uh, what a story, uh, urban Meyer clearly suited more for college ball. How long before you think he pops back up as a college coach one year, two years, three years. I don't think he will leave with his history in college. He will leave on this note. I know that when you play in the NFL or you're a coach in the NFL, 
you know, you get canned when otherwise, if that would have been just a rotten season for him with a college team, they'd have probably let him finish it out. Yeah. But brother, when you're in the professional game, there is not time to fix something like that. And they just went ahead and pulled the trigger. And listen, here's the thing. We've seen this experiment before. It didn't work with Spurrier. It didn't work with Saban. It doesn't mean those are bad coaches. It's just not a good fit in the NFL. So I hope he does return to college football. And I think it's interesting to think, you know, if he waits a couple of years, what jobs might be possible, how fun would the sec be if he wound up at Auburn and now him and Saban are in-state rivals, that would be tremendous. Whoa, that's some food for thought. Yeah. Absolutely. I just love great games. Yes. You know, there was a game Ole Miss in Arkansas earlier this year. Did you see that game? Unbelievable. Overtime city. It was as good as anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Sports wise. I, I forgot who was from where and, and, and what their names were. They were just going up and down that field. And that's an exciting game. I don't care what kind of fan you are of uh, college sports. You know, you like defense and some people do. I like the high scoring ones, buddy. And that one was a nice one. I know we're uh, bouncing all over the place. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about October of 86 in a minute, but there's so much that's happening right now. I feel like we should at least mention, I think something pretty cool happened in wrestling on TV this week. We had a 60 minute time limit draw for the world title on AEW's dynamite program. Hangman Adam Page is the champ. They went to a draw with Brian Danielson, who most people believe is one A or one B best wrestler in the world. I think even Ric Flair's coming around on that idea. Anyway, I wanted to ask in your opinion, I mean, is that something you can get excited about? I mean, because the old school, which is what we're about here on this show, buddy, the the Broadways, the the 60-minute draws, that was a staple of the touring NWA world champion. And we saw it on TV this week. That's been forever since we've seen that. Sat there, uh, chair over, uh, Will Hobbs was between Brock and I, and we sat down and I was no way I was going to miss this one. Um, and you, you know, you're right. Brian Danielson may be the best in the world. Yeah. He may be because I looked at his cardio. I watched his pacing. I watched his thought process, the story he was telling, the physicality, giving and receiving, everything you would want to see in a title match for an hour was there. They didn't miss anything. And I made sure when they came through that curtain and caught their breath for a second and started up the hallway to their dressing room, I don't blow smoke very much because it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. You know, it just don't feel right. Sometimes, sometimes you just do it, you know, to lift somebody's spirits. But yeah. I told those two guys point blank. It's the best match I've seen in at least 25 years. Wow. And if anybody wants to combat me on that, love to hear their thoughts, but it had everything. And let me tell you something. Hangman held his end up. You know, it's hard to say when you're already the world champion that a match where you're defending your own world title made you, but I think to a large portion of the audience, they saw Brian Danielson as the best wrestler in the world and the superior competitor. And he was sort of top bill, but at the end of that match, uh, people realized, uh, Adam page is no slouch. 
he's not world champion by accident. I think he, a lot of people could even say that was almost like a coming out party for him. I know he stole the show in a tag match with Kenny Omega and the young bucks and all that, but that was a pay-per-view. This is prime time to start the show, a 60 minute draw with, as I said, in my opinion, the best wrestler in the world. It was a big moment for Mr. Page. I told them both. They made me proud to be in the wrestling business period. You know, it was just like, it was one of my kids out there. I was, you know, I, I don't know hangman very well because we just haven't spent a lot of time together, much respect, you know, for his work ethic. And I do know Daniel Bryan and, uh, I was with him quite a lot, you know, my previous employer and, uh, man, even knowing kind of what I could expect. I had no idea they would shine like that. Guess what? Nobody lost in that match. No, the real winners were at home watching and boy, I was excited to see it. It's a great match if you haven't already. And Lord, I know there's a lot of uh, folks who, who just listen to this podcast and don't consume any current wrestling. If you like this old school stuff, man, a 60 minute draw for the world title, go out of your way to see that match. One last thing, and then we'll move on. Uh, I know we don't talk about modern WWE very much, but it feels like a lot of wrestling fans already had it as a, a predetermined situation. Well, of course, Kevin Owens is going to AEW when his contract expires. And they remember the history of him and Adam Cole and the young bucks. And I think they used to do promos saying people talk about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. You're looking at the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. And then when he tweeted out the latitude and longitude of the Mount Rushmore, a lot of people started to say, oh, well, two plus two, here we go. And then it was announced that Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE, which probably means it was for a, a handsome sum of money and good for him and his family. Uh, as, uh, as JR always says, it's about cash and creative. I think the other thing we've heard in wrestling is the money and the miles. And I think there's a lot less miles these days than maybe there used to be and a lot more money. So good for him. Were you surprised though? Did you just kind of assume given the background and the history that Kevin Owens was going to be all elite? No, Brock asked me what I thought about that. And I said exactly the same thing. I can imagine the guy had a huge year last year and the year before and the year before, and there's a precedent set there that, uh, he's really doing well. I'm happy for him and his family and that, you know, how successful he's been. I, I want to see the entire wrestling industry yes. have enough talent spread around amongst all these companies to where it becomes a dogfight, not just between two companies, but let's hell, let's say five. Yeah. And there's enough talent that you don't see because the rotation just doesn't get them on TV as much as we would like, but there's only so many segments to TV. There's a lot of tremendous talent out there that, that no one's ever seen. And if they saw them, they saw them in the wrong capacity. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's room for everybody everywhere. And Kevin, you know, must've felt pretty strongly that that was uh, the decision he wanted to make stay. So it's a plus for their company. So happy for him. You know, I know there's a lot of wrestling fans online who were disappointed, but, uh, man, it probably means he got the, the best deal he's ever had, or at least I hope so, because uh, he's one of my favorites to watch and I'm excited to see what's next, but right now I'm excited to talk about October of 86 enough filibustering. Let's get back to our regular scheduled program. You're going to start at the old Dorton arena 
in Raleigh, North Carolina. There'll be 4,800 fans there. Unbelievably, Dick Murdoch is challenging Ric Flair in the main event. And, uh, he's just really popped up here, uh, in, in the, the second half of the year. And he became a staple for a bit. And then it was almost like poof, he was gone. And I realized that that was really common back in the territory days, but by 86, the territories are really starting to wind down a little bit. And it feels like if you have an opportunity to work here, why would you want to be anywhere else? What do you remember about Murdoch's run here in 86? Well, I think it was probably like a lot of people. I mean, you think you wanted to come into Jim Crocker promotions, but when you saw the schedule, which we've been running through, it ain't no day at the beach. No. And I, and I think Murdoch probably was, was wanting to come in, work for a little bit. It was probably predetermined probably on their first conversation. Uh, that he was going to come. I don't think he was coming and try to work out a, a, a spot where he could just stay for years. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he wasn't looking for that. But when you have his ability and you have his notoriety and all those things, he immediately worked himself into a spot. And let's face it, in those days, Rick Flair, you know, against the Roach Bug, would have drawn. Yeah. Not to, not to say that Murdoch was not well-received. He, he really was. And like I've said before, when he is in the right mood and he wants to go out and tell you a story and work his ass off, he was excellent. My goodness, do I love talking about our friends at Fairway. The Fairway Meat Department has always been considered the backbone of their operation. What customers can expect from Fairway Meat Market? Well... It's still cut by the fairway butchers to ensure the best possible quality. It's the same quality they promise at the counter, but now it's delivered to your home nationwide. This has been a game changer for my household and my wife can tell the difference boy. Now here in Alabama, I didn't know that fairway was a family owned grocery store chain. I didn't know they were a top 10 employer in Iowa. I didn't know they'd been in business since 1938. I didn't know that they had over 12,000 employees. But what I do know is they service the entire United States. And boy, I tell you what, it has set our grill on fire. It's been a home run, at least in my household. And listen, we've tried every single meat delivery service. I'm telling you, Mrs. Thompson knows the fairway difference. For us, it's all about the steak. We can't get enough cuts of steak. Uh, It's a regular part of our diet. But the Duroc pork chop, that was something that I was totally unfamiliar with. And now we're hooked. By the way, Fairway Meat Market's quality meat comes straight from America's heartland. We're talking premium beef, including choice, prime, and 100% full-blooded Wagyu, and all-natural certified Duroc pork. Mm-mm-mm. It's raised by family farmers and sourced straight out of corn country, baby, giving you access to the highest quality meat in America. By the way, each and every cut, as we said, is done by their highly experienced team of butchers, They're going to make sure you get the same great quality every single time. And if you're familiar with fairway meat, then you know that at the counter, it's hard to beat. And now it can come straight to you. You see, people love the wide selection of products that fairway offers from ribs to ribeyes, from pork chops and beef tenderloin. They have every style and every cut that your kitchen can handle. And here's how it works. You visit fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F-A-R-E-W-A-Y meatmarket.com. Select your favorite meat products and then just stand by that grill, baby. Get the gift this holiday season that your friends and family won't forget. 
And this week, our listeners can get the Butcher's Holiday Collection valued at $275 for only $169.99 plus shipping when you enter our special promo code ARN at checkout. I know what you're thinking. Well, what's in the Butcher's Holiday Collection package? Check this out. Two 12-ounce USDA choice ribeye steaks. Two 8-ounce USDA choice filet mignons. Two 8-ounce USDA choice sirloin filets. Four 8-ounce 100% full-blooded Wagyu patties. Six 8-ounce certified Duroc boneless pork chops. And two pounds of private labeled bacon. That's more than $100 off the best meat in America this holiday season, plus free shipping nationwide. That's fairwaymeatmarket.com. The promo code is ARN, and look for the Butcher's Holiday Collection. The code gives you a free shipping opportunity site-wide, not just on the select package, but I recommend you check out the Butcher's Holiday Collection. Again, it's $275 worth of value, only $169.99, plus free shipping just enter our promo code ARN at fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F-A-R-E-W-A-Y meatmarket.com. And the promo code is ARN. Let's, um, let's keep it going here and talk about, uh, October 2nd, the very next day after being here in Dorton arena, uh, the old, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina haunt. Now you're in Des Moines, Iowa at veterans auditorium. Uh, this is a central state show where we're still at least pretending to wave that banner. And the main event is going to have the NWA world champion, Ric Flair against the TV champion, dusty Rhodes. but second from the top, just like the night before it's Arn and only in a losing effort to the rock and roll express. You wrestled these guys and every variation of tag team possible over the years. Did you prefer when you had, when you knew you were going to be taking on Ricky and Robert, did you prefer Oli? Did you prefer Tully? Who had better matches with the rock and rolls in your opinion? Well, they were totally different. You know, Ole would go out and beat the crap out of those guys and make them fight him. And in the audience's eyes, that's something a baby face has to be able to do. You know, when he's down and he's hurt, he's got, you have to know that he's going to have the resilience of, to not quit. That's the kind of match Ole and I would have with him. Tully and I would shine those guys up a lot more, and it was a higher pace with those guys looking really, really good. And uh, it was easy to do because they were really, really over. But my choice, even though there were two different matches, um, I probably enjoyed Tully and I. It just was a more action-packed match, I believe. Next up, uh, October 3rd, the beat goes on Kansas city, Missouri. Once again, you work in uh, second from the top. There's only 1200 fans here though, in camper arena. You know, we've talked a little bit about central States that you and I don't really believe there was a big financial transaction. It was probably more of a way to just save face. Uh, I believe we even talked to, uh, Mr. Jim Crockett jr. About that on our conversations with Conrad over at adfreeshows.com. But when you go into camper arena, which is not a small building. And there's only 1200 fans there and you got Ric Flair and you got the rock and roll express and you got the Andersons. How defeated is that? Do you, do you blame that on just, Hey man, they killed this town and we're trying to breathe new life into it. Or what's the rationale when you're hot everywhere except here? Well, the wrestling business was dead in that entire territory. I don't think, you know, other than if you count St. Louis and, 
You really can't because St. Louis was a standalone town. It really was a part of a territory. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It was more of like an island unto itself. But that place was completely dead. And it's probably a miracle that you had 1,200 people there. Um, because, you know, in those days, and when a territory had exhausted everything possible that the audience was willing to swallow or watch or participate in, and you heard about territories dying, it was a real thing. And you couldn't just revive them by bringing in a few stars and jump it from, I'd love to hear what the previous show was, what, 200 people, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they say it jumped to 1,200. I'm just just guessing. But with the regular crew in there, I know that there were a lot of guys that had moved out there and were trying to salvage that territory that were starving to death because they were getting paid off the house. So. You know, 1,200 may not sound like much, and it probably wasn't much for where we were. When we were hitting, we were hitting big. When yeah. we were missing, we were missing big. So that would have been one of those situations. Uh, you're going to return to uh, Charlotte uh, at the Coliseum on October 4th. And uh, once again, you're working second from the top. Ric Flair and Dusty on top, but of course, it's the Rock and Rolls versus the Andersons. But the reason that this match or this show in particular stands out to me it, well, they ran a couple angles too. Paul Jones is going to take the mic and open his briefcase to try to buy the services of Manny Fernandez. Fernandez bends down to look at the money, closes the briefcase, shake Jones's hands, and then, uh, hits Jimmy Valiant in the head with the briefcase. So all of a sudden Manny Fernandez is a bad guy. Do you remember that angle? The reaction? I mean, once upon a time, him and Jimmy, I mean, for most of 86, what a beloved tag team. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it, and it was it was time to do something with Manny. Uh, of course, we'll know that he's got a partner that was a pretty big star on the way coming soon, and we know who that was. Do we not? Do we want to divulge that yet? I right, go ahead. Well, that was Rick Rude. Yeah, this is his debut show, and uh, Rick Rude in second match he's going to have. It's his first match here with the promotion. But Tim Horner versus the Grim Reaper would open the card that night in, in the Coliseum, but Rick Rude would beat Alan West in Rick Rude's Jim Crockett promotions debut. Was this the first time you would have met Rude or would you have crossed paths with him somewhere else before Georgia championship wrestling? There you go. Yeah. Back, uh, when I was there and Matt Bourne got fired and only couldn't figure out what to do with us. So he turned me babyface, which was horrendous thing to do man mountain darso who was crusher cruise jeff later on was a baby face and i think we had the indian fellow what is his name joe lightfoot were baby faces and we were wrestling the road warriors and rick rude on some loops back in the day georgia championship wrestling so you can imagine when you run through those names, who took the beating? That'd be Lightfoot and myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was my first time meeting Rick Rude, and uh, you know all the Minnesota boys were tight and good friends and everything. So you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many, and as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. Okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so what's the worst that could happen? 
your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever drive sober or get pulled over. So Manny always, Fernandez being a heel though, you were for it made sense to you. You were behind that move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, you know, it, when it's one of those deals where they respect the audience respected Manny's ability to fight, but he had, you know, he had been kind of up and down the card and drug along. And if you go back and check our history, he and I must've wrestled, you know, everywhere from the first match to the last match, God knows how many times, how many hundreds of times, uh, but I think the audience respected him for, you know, his ability to fight. And uh, when you turned him heel and put him with Paul Jones, it was just a fresh coat of paint for him. Let's, uh, let's also mention this, this rude debut. Uh, this is not quite ravishing Rick Rude that we would see in the WWF. I mean, this is rather humble beginnings. And very quickly, he's going to have great tag success with Manny Fernandez. But eventually, Vince McMahon takes a look, thinks he has an idea. And Rick Rude became one of the biggest and most iconic stars uh, in the 1980s. And really he did it in like two and a half years. Uh, what an impression he made with Vince. W what did you think of the presentation when you finally saw the ravishing Rick Rude character and all the hijinks with the mic work and the, the kissing the girls and the whole deal? Custom made for Vince. Showbiz. Yeah. What is Vince like? Entertainment. What is he like? showbiz. He likes a guy to be able to talk. That's one of his pet peeves. The body thing puts you right over the top. Yeah. That'll usually get Vince's, you know, attention right away. If he sees a guy that really has a look like Rick had, that's going to be the first thing to grab him. Then he's going to want to see before worrying about if he can work or not, let's see if he can talk. So Rick Rude was custom made for the WWF at that time and what they were selling. Uh, talk to me about Rick rude as an in-ring performer. Uh, everybody loves the presentation and the character work and all that, but you were in there with him. You wrestled with this guy. You shared a ring with him. Chat me up. What did, uh, what did you think of Rick rude bell to bell? Well, he had, he had his routine and you know, when you work with the guys, the ideal thing is always blend some of what you do with what they do and let's figure out a, a nice little blend there. That'll nice be for a nice little short story. Uh, rude had his stick, you know, and it was pretty much one thing at a time and get the very most out of everything. He would take a reverse ass bump, which you know what that is, right? Yeah. yeah. Check it, jack a guy up in the air and bring him down, drop him on your knee he would sell that for a minute and you know, most guys couldn't have got a minute out of it, but, but he did. And if you just left him alone and then he would do something after something immediately after get you down and something would happen and, uh, he would go to do the swivel hip and he would start back selling his back. 
from the reverse aspop and things like that. He just, he got the very most of every little thing he did. Now, Rude, from what we always heard, was pretty salty character, pretty tough. And uh, I believe the guys that told me that, uh, because they had credibility. So, you know, if anything went south out there, I'm sure, you know, Rude could handle himself. But it was more of a methodical style. Uh, you know, he he had good fundamentals, but he just didn't do a lot. He's a classic example of a guy that has a persona that is over and people want to watch it. And he can slow down and do things and get every little inch out of everything. And he's the master at that. Let's keep it going here. Uh, you're going to be doing some uh, TV on October 5th. It's a 60 minute episode of uh, WTBS here. Uh, the classic, uh, that, that we are still talking about all these years later. We do have a couple of promos from that weekend though, that aired on TV. Here's one from the Andersons. This aired on worldwide. I believe let's take a listen. back with a Minnesota wrecking crew Ole and Arn Anderson obviously hot on the trail the Rock and Roll Express for the World Tag Team Battle but we've also heard from Dusty Rhodes who says the Risky Business Boys are going to take care of the Four Horsemen I'll tell you exactly what Dusty Rhodes said he said he's going to take care of the Four Horsemen well alrighty okie dokie Dusty Rhodes you have finally bit it off you see my friend Big as you are, tough as you may be, with all the guts and all the glory, you're still one man. The four horsemen are four individuals that have been molded into one unit. And my friend, as I can tell you, the way to defeat any army or any team is divide and conquer. It's not America's team. It's now Dusty Rhodes on a single vendetta with the Risky Boys kind of in the wings. Well, Dusty Rhodes, the Rock said it once before. He's saying it again. You're through. You're out of here because, my friend, you've got in our face, you've got in my world television title, and my friend, the end result is going to be you're out of here, period. Tell him, Rock. I guess we're supposed to start getting real worried. I tell you what, if you take a look at me, you take a look at Arn, you take a look at Flair, or look at Tully Blanchard, you're going to see some guys that got broken hands, broken arms, elbows, scars all over them. Now, what do you think that means? You think that means we've been taking it easy someplace at the Lazy Rest Motel? No, that means we've been sticking our nose in everybody's business, and we're sticking our nose right in your business roads. And I guarantee you, before we're done, there ain't going to be no Dusty Roads. 86 is a year, you're through. Wahoo McDaniels in the ring. Man, what a great promo. Damn. Boy, that is just no fluff, just to the point, right? Great on both. I mean, you can really see your evolution. It certainly feels like you've got your own style, but you're picking up a little bit of Oli's, uh, delivery. You know, it's very matter of fact, you know, it's certainly a little more animated, you know, it feels like he brings it down a little bit, but you're, you're not leaving any room for error about what you're saying. There's no match in his credibility. That's for sure. It was. I think it was one of the things that made me better because I knew I had to be different from him. I had to be something that the audience would believe and not look like I was just trying to copy Ole and uh, starting to get there at that point. Let's take a listen to uh, the promo you guys did, I believe, on Pro, which was the syndicated show. Here are the Andersons. 
Fans, right now, here's only an Art Anderson, Minnesota Wrecking Crew. First of all, Rock and Roll Express. Well, now, first of all, Bob Cottle, I want to tell you, the four horsemen are very observant. And we just saw Tim Horner, fine young wrestler. He's on the scene. He's going to create a lot of problems from anybody. So I just wanted to say, we know you're out there, Horner. We notice everything that goes on. Now, for more important business, Rock and Roll Express, time is running out for you guys. Yes. You have been in a lot of battles with the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. And yes, you are still world champions. But like I said, on even any given day, any person or any team can get beat. The whole scheme of things is based on human error. If without human error, everything would be equal. So your time is coming, rock and roll, that the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, which is synonymous, when your name is Anderson, is synonymous with being world tag team champions, and that is on the horizon. As for you, Dusty Rhodes, we've said time and time again, it's over for you. So rest assured, you're one man against the four horsemen, and nobody can withstand that. Tell them, Rock. You know, there's nothing that can be said. Now the time is over for the talking. We've got to go in the ring. And Rock and Roll Express, we're looking for you. We're going to take those belts. There's no question in our minds. And the one man, the one man that I want more than anything else, Dusty Rhodes. They say there's a whole lot of words. They gave me a dictionary, in fact, that said you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't say a whole lot of things about Dusty Rhodes because they won't allow it on TV. I'll just tell you this. 86, it's over for you. Rhodes, you're through. All right, fans, there it is, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, and let's go to the ring now. All right, if you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save both time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And get discounts you just can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator just going to be uh, a couple of floors, right? Sure. Take the stairs walking up 30 flights a day. Well, you could use a break. And if you spend more than a few minutes each week dealing with the mail and shipping stamps.com really is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money. You'll only wonder why you didn't start sooner. So start saving some time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code JR for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page. One more time, that's stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page, and you're going to see a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Man, I love Bob Cottle's voice. It just takes me back. Uh, I, I wish he would narrate my life. You know, sometimes we watch movies and you get the inner dialogue of the main character. I wish Bob Cottle would just narrate my life in my head for me. I think life would be a little more fun. I'm sure of it. And I'm pissed at myself for cutting him off now. Damn it. Uh, such, such a gentleman. 
great guy. Uh, I do want to ask about that promo in particular. I'm not saying this was the case here, but it did make me wonder, did you ever get going in a promo when, and let's remember too, a lot of these promos, like the ones we just heard that was done in an arena. So there are fans in the building. Uh, maybe not everybody's intently watching everything that you're doing because they're still shuffling guys to the ring and all that, but this isn't in the back of the warehouse. So it's not like you're going to do a million takes. Did you ever in the early days start a promo and somewhere in there, get lost and feel like, oh shit, how am I going to wrap this up and get back on track? How do you deal with that anxiety of the red light is on there's fans here and I'm really not happy with what I'm saying. I got to change it up here and I'm not sure what to do. I don't remember completely losing track with where I was in the thought process and what the general idea of the promo was. I know I stumbled over some words a lot. You get on a roll and you there's that one that one word that's going to punch whatever you're, the point you're trying to make. And I couldn't think, I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you. You can't think of the word I'm yes. thinking of, Yes. you know, and it, and it's like the whole thought without that word is just going to diminish. It's going to go away. Uh, I'm sure I did get lost, but the key was it was live TV. and You kept that on your, you know, nobody's going to say cut. Okay, folks, we're going to start over here. Didn't happen. If you stink it up, Guess what? It went right on television. Uh, so I don't, I don't have any that really jump off the page, but God, I'm sure they are, you know, learning how to do promos is, uh, it's a process. It's like learning to wrestle or learning how to drive a car 400 miles, you know, starting at midnight every night. It's a process. Uh, and it's something that you really have to think about and you got to outline it in your head. Nobody sat down in those days and wrote anything down either for someone else or for yourself. It was you, you outlined it in your head. You figured out how much time you had and you couldn't go short, but you really couldn't go long because if you were on last and you went long, guess what? We're going to be off the air before you finish your thought. And that's kiss of death. Yeah. No good. Uh, what is good though, is whenever we can get the, uh, the six Oh five crew together, talk a little trash on TBS. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to world championship wrestling. David Crockett, Tony Schiavone, Tony, we've got them here. The Minnesota wrecking crew. And you know, when the Minnesota wrecking crews around, they're looking for the world tag team title. And we're with Ole and Arn Anderson right now. Tony Giovanni, when I first became associated with my partner, The Rock, a lot of people said, maybe this guy's a little too young. He's unproven. Maybe when he comes out here on national television and he flaps his yap, maybe we should just take it with a grain of salt. But as you can see over the past couple of years, when I tell you something, my friend, it's going to happen. It comes from being raised around The Rock. Gene Anderson, Rick Flair, my cousin. You see, the Four Horsemen is not just an idea. It's a theme. It's a theory. It's a state of being. It's a state of mind. In order to qualify as one of the Four Horsemen, you got to be able to back up what you say. It's just like this individual standing in the ring. On one particular night, I told Magnum T.A., don't get caught alone, Magnum. Everybody went, 
Give me this right here. You know what I'm saying? Well, Magnum knows exactly what happened to him. You take the hit list. Sam Houston, Magnum TA, Dusty Rhodes, Rock and Roll Express, Ronnie Garvin. What happened to them all when I made a threat? It all came true. Well, Rhodes the Rock made a threat. He said, 86, you're out of here. Well, Rhodes, it's just like telling you an ant can pull a freight train. Hook it up. And rock and roll, when we tell you we're coming after the world tag titles, that the Minnesota Wrecking Crew are by far the finest wrestling machine on the face of the earth, you better believe it, because I told you so. Only and Arn Anderson, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, on the program today. Jim Horner, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Man, because I told you so. That's good stuff. Stone Cold said so. I mean, a little early, right? 10 years before he said it. There it is. How about it? It's mighty pompous of me putting myself in that league. But, I, uh, you know, he, I, I don't want to be involved when he sends you a text. So I say in a loud, clear voice right now, that was not me, Mr. Austin. Uh, I, that's another one. When he spoke, you listened because you believed it earlier. Did you notice? Like, I think it was like on a previous promo, I just kind of put Tim Horner over just kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's how you, when you got established and you want to reach down and grab a guy and pull him up a notch, that's how you do it. You take some of your TV time and on a random, just a random complimentary tirade there for just a second, you, you let the people world know that you respect Tim Horner and that he has a lot of talent. They might not have been going to look at him really close, but after that, I guarantee you, they looked at him a lot closer. And that's what you did in those days. We all got over together. Nobody can get over in this business by themselves. Takes everybody in that locker room, everybody behind the camera, Tony Giovanni, you know, on the mic, David Crockett on the mic. It's a collaboration between everybody. No doubt about it. Um, your tour continues, man. Asheville, North Carolina on the fifth, that's a matinee show on the sixth. You're in Greenville this time in a no DQ match. Once again, against Ricky and Robert teaming up with Oli, you're going to do a TV taping. And this time you'll be tagging with Tully here in Spartanburg to take on Nelson Royal and Tim Horner. There's that same name we were talking about mm-hmm. on the ninth. You're back in Baltimore working second from the top. It's Ron Garvin. How about that? Ron Garvin teaming with Ricky Morton to take on Ole and Arn. Obviously these guys know each other like the back of their hand when you're talking about Ricky and Robert, but when Ron Garvin is in there with Ricky, it adds a different dynamic, but it's probably fun for a little change of pace, huh? Yeah, because they're completely different. Ronnie Garvin was a badass. You know, he would stretch you. He would chop your head off. He would headbutt you cross your eyes. He was, I mean, he was a guy that they believed would kick anybody on the crew's ass and he probably would have. And you put him in there with that same dynamic of Ricky Morton selling to give Ronnie Garvin, who's pacing up and down that apron, that tag, and it made for some more drama, which would be totally different from Ricky and Robert. I hate Steven Singer. With all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues expected for holidays, Christmas shopping has come earlier than ever. Luckily, Steven is giving every other jeweler out there another reason to hate him. Steven Singer Jewelers has the number one gift this holiday. 
diamond stud earrings and steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful best value real diamond studs anywhere choose a great pair of anita diamond stud earrings for under 270 dollars sound familiar well that's because it's the same price last year he's not jacking up prices like everyone else just the perfect price every single day no sales, no discounts, no BS. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full value lifetime trade-in guarantee. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. And with an unbeatable full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, making it no risk for shopping early for holiday. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com, always with fast and free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. So if you're a regular listener, you've heard us talk about the incredible results that our listeners have experienced from using Test X9, which is the all-natural testosterone booster that helps you get more drive, more strength, more energy, and, well, helps your little general stand up at full attention. Well, Legacy Supplements has actually leveled up again, and now they're offering a combination of products designed specifically for men who may feel like they've lost their edge. They call it the Get Your Edge Back Stack. Maybe you're feeling more aches and pains than you used to. Maybe you lack motivation or drive. Maybe your mind isn't as sharp as it once was. Well, it's time to get your edge back, Daddy. This stack features the Pro Collagen Plus to increase strength and reinvigorate your joints. Of course, it's got Test X9 to naturally boost that testosterone and, of course, total mind to improve brain function and memory. Try to get your edge back stack for 30 days, and we're confident you'll feel like a new man, especially if you're over 30. Go to the new and improved LegacySupps.com and use our very special promo code ARN for 10% off your entire order. And while you're there, check out their best sellers like the amazing Sleep Aid Recovery PM and the new women's line, Her Legacy. Brought to you by nine-time world champion, Mickey James. That's LegacySupps.com. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. That's LegacySupps.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order. You're going to be in the main event at a high school show here in Charleston, South Carolina. Probably a fundraiser if I had to guess. It's Wahoo and Ron Garvin taking on Ole and ARN. Then we're doing TV again on the 12th. Now this is actually going to air on the 18th. We're knee deep in football season. So, uh, that's kind of the story, uh, but it would be Ole and Arn taking on Keith Patterson and Vernon Deaton. Uh, the next day we're back in central States territory. We're in St. Louis and there's only 2,500 fans there. And we've got two tag guys in singles action. Ricky Morton is going to defeat Arn Anderson. You know, the whole match usually, I shouldn't say the whole match, but a lot of the matches back then with the rock and roll express were based on, we're going to beat up Ricky. We're going to cut the ring off. We're going to tease it forever. And then eventually here comes the hot tag. Robert's going to come in and just clear house in a match like this though, where it's a singles match. How is it different? I mean, obviously there is no hot tag component, but did you, did you like working Ricky as a single or was it just second nature to work him in a tag? It was, it was having working with both those guys. They were vulnerable. They could be beat. The audience knew they could be beat. Even more so, they knew they could be beat up. And when you had that, you know, we were bullies. And people didn't like us very much at this point in time. 
we hadn't gained their respect over the course of of decades of going back and watching it on YouTube and going, oh, wait a minute, let me look at this. This looks a little different, me being 40 and me being 15. Uh, those guys were just custom-made because they were so over and beloved by the fans that pretty much any heel was better the next day after working with those guys, no matter what the finish of the match was, no matter how long it went, anything, just being in that ring and getting a rub with a, with those guys and they could beat you right in the middle. It certainly didn't hurt you. And it, and it certainly helped them because some way, somehow that's what they managed to do every night as a team, pull it out and win. And that's what got them over. You know, I never saw anybody lose their way to the top. No, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to do. Uh, let's talk about, uh, some Anderson promos from the next weekend. This would have aired on October 11th. Uh, this is from worldwide. We're going to have two separate promos here. Uh, let's take a listen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you see him crossing. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Ole and Iron Anderson, and Ole Anderson has signed to reach to wrestle Ricky Morton right here on this program. Well, you know, I'm really happy about it because all this could have That's what he's telling you, and that's what he's telling some of these other people. He sounds like Dusty Rhodes. Every day they want to get a hold of us. They want Iron, they want Ole, they want Tully, they want Flair. That's just talk because when the time comes to get us, all of a sudden they get a little bit shaky. Morton, I'm calling your bluff. There ain't no worry about me coming in that ring against you. I can't wait. The title's up. That means what we're going to be the tag champions. I don't think there's any question that we always were. You better take a look. Maybe give a long-distance phone call to your partner, Robert, and ask him what it feels like with three broken ribs laying in the hospital. Ricky, you're going to have more than three broken ribs when I get done with you. Rhodes, you stick your face in it, we'll get rid of you too. I made the prediction, 86. There's only a couple months left. You better do something quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be... So fun. Uh, that same show, you're going to go on to have a, a match here, and we're going to play the end of that match, and then there's going to be a horseman promo. Let's take a listen to this second. The side of face is like cutting in the nose. Ole Anderson really putting the, uh, the wood to Ricky Morton. Looks like we're here in Spartanburg. What a hot crowd they were known for. You're on the outside and you can see the, uh, the fans are getting behind Ricky in a big way. The Minnesota wrecking crew, part of the four horsemen. They love destruction. Here he goes. Up. Oh, Ricky Cutting! Again and again! The young man clips him across into the road. Goes off! Oh, my God! Goes off! Here goes Dars! Here goes Cutting in the head! Dars, that's the way! That's going to disqualify only Anderson. Ricky Morton will be the winner! They 
So double gourd buster as you interfere and you see Tommy rich or not Tommy rich, Tommy young waving on help. And here it comes. But now Tully's in there. So it's two on one on dusty with Ole and, uh, and, and Tully doubling him. And you're rubbing Ricky's face into the pavement on the outside, man. When you guys ran these angles of all places to run them, it seems like Spartanburg had the loudest, liveliest crowds. Am I wrong on that? No, the acoustics was incredible. And the building was so hot that everybody was just soaked with sweat. It was it was just one of those looked like a an old school bar fight from the you know from the twenties or something. It just had that feel to it, and uh, the floors were always sweating. There was beer spilled on the floor or soft drinks or something. It just it had that old school fight feel to it. And of course, who else to come make the save for dusty roads, but Magnum TA. And now we go back to the set and we see David Crockett standing there with JJ and all of a sudden you and Oli storm on. Let's take a listen. Gibson down. Gibson down. Morton down. And the man I predicted to be down in 86. Roads down right here on TV. We got it. The four horsemen, baby! The horsemen! David Crockett, we take full responsibility for everything you've seen. All right, wait a minute. You should let go, David Crockett. Just a message, just a message to the nation. The four horsemen, conquer all. The four horsemen, conquer all. Ricky Gibson, Ricky Martin, Robert Gibson, one in the hospital, the other one going to the hospital. Dusty Rhodes in the same ambulance. They're all going down. You people want to talk about the horsemen? You want us? We're not hard to find. Any place, any arena, anywhere. The four horsemen are on top of the world. Yeah. David Crockett, like I said, we take full responsibility for Gibson. We take full responsibility for Morton and Rhodes. Like the Rock has said, we are going to be responsible for your eventual end. What year is it? It's 1986. Everybody says no. Rose ain't going. Well, you take a look. He's looking good for about two seconds. And then we jump on him. I'll tell you what, Rose, if you come out of this, you're going to be a glutton for punishment. We said we're going to get rid of you, and we are. We're getting rid of Morton. We're getting rid of Gibson. We're getting rid of all of them. The horsemen are going to be forever. Boy, fall is here, and boy, we could use a stiff breeze. All right, you know the deal. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now here's the best part. It's all done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. And by the way, it's time to get off the couch and get back to work. So if your tool needs an upgrade, head to bluetooth.com. Serious business. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping 
That's bluechew.com. The promo code is orange to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast. How about that, man? What a way to go off the air. You know, this is 10 years before the NWO was laying waste to everybody going off the air on nitro. And here you guys are doing it with the horseman in 86. Uh, that had to be a fun little moment, a fun, a fun, memorable angle to get that reaction from the crowd and be with all your buds there. Especially when you look back with the benefit of hindsight, one of the last times you're going to get to do it with Magnum TA. Everybody hated our guts. Yeah. And as well, they should. And that's what made us happy. As sadistic as that may be. Uh, you know, I know it seems redundant when you listen to the show every week that, that Ole is constantly hounding and pounding that thought that roads are done. Yeah. Running out of time. It feels like as you're, as you're living this and you and I are reliving it, that something big is going to happen before the end of the year. It doesn't just sound like barking to right, me. Right. And that's, that's the, uh, the art of, of Ole Anderson and his promos. And he made you believe they might've sounded redundant that it was the same thing every week, but every week it was getting closer to the end of the year. And you went, well, damn, I wonder if he's right. And that's always a cool thing because just like those guys, rock and roll, dusty Magnum, they had that credibility, Ronnie Garvin. So did we on the other side of the ball. And if we're going to make such a big deal out of something's going to happen, shit, it must be going to happen. Unfortunately, something in real life did happen. That was awful. There's no other way to say it. The, the, the skits we just aired aired on the weekend of the 11th and the 12th, 13th was a Monday and on a Tuesday, the 14th of October, Magnum TA would be hospitalized after the car. He was driving crashed into a telephone pole. Magnum would sustain a broken neck. He's paralyzed from the chest down and he's initially put on life support. He was returning to his home in Matthews, North Carolina from a bar in Charlotte, but he had not been drinking and he was driving 55 in a 45 and the roads were wet due to rain and woof, his life and Jim Crockett promotions perhaps changed forever. You know, we've talked about this, this injury and this moment for years and years and years. And, and we've heard from all the players, but it's really hard for myself included to probably grasp what a big star Magnum was and how he was really on the cusp. Because as we know, from talking to Mr. Crockett, the original plan for Starcade 86 was Magnum versus flair. And if we know that's not going to happen, can't happen, but Rick would, would go visit Magnum in the hospital. And he actually left the world title and on the iron lung, I was supposed to drop this to you and it never happened. And a lot of people thought, you know, as much success as Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon is having over here with the WWE or F whatever. This could be our white meat baby face superhero Magnum TA. And it didn't happen. How did you find out about the accident? Who told you, where were you? What do you remember about first hearing something's not good? I'm pretty sure Rick called me in the morning and said, you're not going to believe this. And, uh, 
Magnum had a car wreck last night. He's in bad shape. They're not sure if he's going to make it. Uh, now, this was a time when guys like me who had never had really nothing to speak of in life had all came together in Jim Crockett promotions from all over the country, I guess, all over the world for that matter, uh, and were part of a crew that had came in, you know, early 85. Now we're in late 86 and had jailed and business had popped and that territory and that company was on fire. People were having things, you know, buying homes and buying cars and buying furniture and just pretty much had a more uh, quality of life than they had ever had, me included. And at the top of that list of potential of guys that were on their way to, to the moon was Magnum. He had everything. He had the looks. He had the fire. He had the work rate. He was strong in the weight room. He had a great work ethic. Um, he was learning really on a on an upscale level how to work, how to tell stories. Uh, and he was a guy that you just looked to and you went, that guy's going to be a megastar. He's going to be top of the heap. And when that happened to him, it was like it happened to all of us. You know, he was the guy that we collectively as a company were going to all pool our talents and get him as over as you could possibly get a guy over. And that was the game plan. Even though it wasn't discussed, we all knew what was up and everybody was on board. And uh, I can't remember how many of us was, but if it was JJ and Tully and myself, Rick, but we went down to the hospital and Doug Dillinger made arrangements for us to go. I mean, it's not like we could just walk in the front door of the hospital. We were still trying to protect the business and they brought us in through a back door through the basement or something and took us up. A, a, I want to say a freight elevator to his room. And they actually let us go in and see him for just, just a couple of minutes and him hooked up to all those machines, man, it was like, just when I walked in, it's like somebody hit me in a solar plexus. You know, there's a guy that, that you were been in the ring and you thought was indestructible. And all of a sudden, just a, just a freak, freak accident. And they're telling us, Hey, you know, you may be telling them goodbye. So choose your words carefully. Mm. And, uh, it was like a family member was laying there dying and there's nothing you could do about it. Um, he's just, man, he was hooked up to so many machines and breathing machines and God, you name it. And, uh, I just remember leaving, leaving there and just going, Oh God, what are we going to do now? And it wasn't, it wasn't as much that it was, a guy that was going to draw a lot of money, a member of the crew. It was like a family member was set up there. We couldn't do anything for him. We couldn't do anything about it. There was nothing we could do except just, just tell him we loved him and how proud of him we were. And that God damn it, you better not quit fighting. And that's not a request. That's all I remember saying to him. And, uh, and he kind of looked over at me and, 
you know, it was like, okay, there was that big mouth barking again, but man, I meant it. We left there. There was no way I was going to allow him to quit fighting because at this point he was the only one along with those wonderful doctors and nurses that could save his life. There's nothing we could do except just pray for him. And that's what we did. And, uh, you know, the evolution of that injury, I mean, he's one of the toughest guys on earth because he's still, he's still with us. But that, that morning, just everybody that worked for that company. And I'm pretty sure the, everybody that knew Magnum and, and guys that worked in other companies, it's like time stood still that day. And, and, uh, the world changed for all of us. Hey, so check this out. Feels is a better way to feel better. Our premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, but navigating the world of CBD can be complicated. So feels looks to make the process as simple as possible. So you can start feeling better sooner. Now, if you're new to CBD, I want you to know that feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your discovery process. Maybe you know that CBD is right for you. Well, Fields has a hassle-free membership program that's guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It really is that simple. It's shipped to your doorstep in only a few days, and Fields is the new healthy, natural way to feel better. I got to tell you, man, this has been a game changer in our household. I've got a wonky knee. Mrs. Thompson has a wonky knee. And whenever uh, we start to think, man, is it going to rain? CBD to the rescue. See, CBD is not about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. The stress, the anxiety, the pain. And I've heard it helps a lot of folks even get some extra sleep. Now, here's the best part about this. There's no hangover. There's no addiction. You just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. Now, the thing to remember about CBD is finding your right dose is important. And really, everyone's dose is different. And that's why I think this CBD hotline that Fields has done is fantastic. They've also got a great customer service team that's here to dedicate to make sure that you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Fields monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You're going to save time and money on every order. And, of course, you can cancel or pause at any time. But you're not going to want to stop feeling better. What are you waiting for? Start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels.com slash arn and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash arn to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com forward slash arn. How about some good news? If dreams of vacations and enjoying the fun of life are turning back into reality for you. Don't let concerns over financial setbacks keep you from saying yes. Credit Karma is going to help you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to sit on pause on a good time ahead. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. Who wants more confidence? They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you're looking for cash back, travel rewards, or to consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals. With a selection of options and approval odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast, or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. 
Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or use the Credit Karma app. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Let's, uh, let's also put into context. I mean, and this is such a weird story that I don't think anybody ever really talks about that accident happens the evening of October 14th, the, I believe afternoon of October 14th is when you filmed the attack on dusty in the Crockett office, the parking lot. I mean, what are the odds of that? You know, one, one of the most memorable angles in the history of Jim Crockett promotion, certainly one of the most memorable of 1986 in all of wrestling and the accident both happened on the same day. That's kind of unbelievable. We, we, isn't it? we filmed in the morning, right? And that happened in the evening. Yes. The accident happened in the evening. And you know, I only said that the, the uh, attack was probably filmed in the afternoon because I know the wrestler schedule was probably didn't happen at 8 AM. Uh, so t- tell me the story behind the story of how you guys put together the attack on dusty in the parking lot. Well, it was all planned. It was all set to go. We had everything worked out. I guess they had taken a dry run from, you know, with the camera and JJ's Cadillac down and looked it over and looked at how it would feel and how, where they would turn in and where they would park. Everything was mapped out. It was ready to go. And we knew this was going to be one of those things that was I don't remember ever seeing anything that felt that real to me as far as being in the car. And we got the camera guy in there. JJ tells him, Hey, you keep shooting. You just keep that camera on what we tell you to. It was something like that. That just, it, it, it suddenly became real because now you had a reason for the cameraman to be there. You know, a lot of times that that suspension of disbelief would pop up and they go, well, what the hell's the camera doing in there? Well, we explained it. We hired you. We know what we're fixing to do and we want the world to see it. So you just point the camera where we tell you to. It had so much, you know, reality base to it. And it was so raw, just, you know, out there in the gravel at Jim Crocker promotions at the office, you know, it all went down in the back in the gravel and it just had a rough feel to it. It wasn't, cinematic by any stretch of the imagination, but it was, man, we knew we hit a grand slam, but God, we didn't have much time to enjoy it. No, man. It's, it's so crazy to think it happened right then. By the way, I want you to throw this in your Google machine. If you're not able to see this, maybe you've never seen it before. You should go out of your way to watch horsemen attack dusty in the parking lot. Just throw it in your Google machine. We're going to play the audio to it right now, but man, what a moment. Let's take a listen. Let's talk about Dusty Rhodes, Tully Blanchard, and the situation that's developed between those two men that has been building for years and years and years. That's right. The, the, really, you have to include it's the four horsemen. That's right. All right. Dusty Rhodes, every year, Dusty Rhodes has been a part of Starcade ever Big since the beginning. Starcade. All right. There was a match last week in which Dusty Rhodes, they said if he lost it, he could not go into Starcade. It was a part of the contract. Right. That's right. All right. Tully Blanchard and the four horsemen, they wanted Dusty out. They, any way they could, all right? They want some extra insurance going in that match. And you know exactly what they did to Dusty's arm. Let's take a look at what they did to the hand of Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's him. <laughs> hey, go on. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy and I right on his tail. Don't let anybody get... That's it. I don't think he's seen us. 
That's it. Once you get him in that parking lot, there's no turning around. He'll never get out. Come on, turn, turn, turn. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's turning. We've got him. <laughs> we got it right where we want him. That's it. Take it easy, Arn. Take it easy. Not too close. Not too close. Come on, come on. In the parking lot. Come on. Now, if he... Yeah, right back there to Crockett's office. <laughs> we got him now. <laughs> this isn't going to be very smooth. <laughs> Don't you worry. Just keep that camera running. So what do you think, man? I mean, hearing that back, probably the first time that you've seen or heard that in, in quite a while. And, uh, what a moment, right? JJ is undoubtedly the MVP of that whole shenanigan. His conversation with the, the cameraman and with us and buttoned it all up. It was hey, it was chaos. Just sitting here listening to it, it was like it was chaotic. It was one of those situations. It was just rough and grainy and and nasty and vicious. And you know, people usually got arrested for shit like that back in the day. It's pretty remarkable what they wind up doing uh as a result of of Magnum's injury uh and the attack on Dusty that we just saw there. You know, it's clear it's dusty versus the horseman. This thing's getting to a, a, to a boiling point and man, his right-hand man, Magnum TA, he's no longer there. He's no longer available. He's down for the count. And there's been some criticism over the years about what dusty said there. Um, you know, uh, make it good. A lot of quote unquote, smart marks back then thought, oh, well they left that in that that shouldn't be there. That's him directing the show because we know he's the executive producer and he's the booker or what have you. In reality, it's a reference to an old country Western. The idea being, Hey, if you're going to come for me, you better do it all the way type of deal. And now he's got to pivot and I want to play some audio because all of a sudden when Magnum TA is supposed to be with Dusty Rhodes as Dusty takes on Ole and um and JJ Dillon. 
Of course, Magnum can't be there. So they call an audible. Let's take a listen. The stage. Was Dusty prepared? Let's see it right He now. was, but I don't think any of us were prepared for this. Let's take a look at it. So Dusty's now in the ring, getting double teamed. Nikita is on the edge of the ring. The whole thing took 57 seconds. There's no commentary on it. And it's one of the coolest moments in Jim Crockett promotions history. And no, it did not happen in the Carolinas. It's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the civic center. You were on that show teaming with Oli to take on Ricky and Robert, but this is the main event. And by the way, we're at the height of the NWA WWF war. So Hulk Hogan is working right across town that night with the WWF. And uh, after that moment. As, as Ric Flair comes out to sort of observe what's happening and he's sort of talking a little bit of trash to both dusty and of course to Nikita now, who he thought was a fellow bad guy, if you will, dusty gets on the mic and says, tell Hulk Hogan that dusty's in town, which is kind of fun. 7,000 fans here in Philly, uh, that angle where dusty was attacked in the parking lot aired on the 18th, the morning of this show. So when dusty comes out, he's got the cast on. This is an electric moment, I mean, in, in my opinion, an unbelievable top 10 moment of Jim Crockett promotions. I'm curious where you think this ranks, what you remember about that pop, you know, people talk about pops and wrestling and I know there's 7,000 here and not 27,000, but Lord, they were on fire for this. And it was a major risk. I mean, before this Magnum TA and, and Nikita Koloff had been in a blood feud for real. And, and he was representing Russia in, in the cold war era of the mid eighties here in America, but buddy, him coming to step in for Magnum and team up with dusty people didn't see it and they lost their minds. What can you tell us about being there? Where does that rank for you? I lost my mind. Who in the world would have called that shot? Yeah. Nobody, not a soul. And being the fact that we had worked with with all most of all the other baby faces, who's your next biggest killer on either side in either dressing room? And that would be 275 pound Nikita Koloff. I bet you if you went back and checked the record books till that day and time, he'd probably never been beat. Wouldn't you figure? 
I mean, yeah. Now, Ivan probably would have crushed a Khrushchev would have, well, I bet you Nikita had never been beat. Well, they're fresh off of the, uh, the best of seven series. So there had been some losses here and there, but your point okay. is he's like the original Goldberg here. I mean, he is this dominant force. He hits that Russian sickle. I mean, he works like a road warrior. He looks like a road warrior, but he's got that Russian accent. So he's not cool. We're not, we don't want to cheer him. We want to boo. And he's, he's the polar opposite in every way of dusty roads. And for some reason, man, people ate it up. That crowd response is, I mean, I got goosebumps just watching it back and this is my fourth time seeing it this year, but it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, it really is. It was so well done and he's so credible and man, it was just one of those things that just when you thought, okay, company's going to take a hell of a hit. You have something like this happen and it just flames up again. And the beat goes on after you're in Philadelphia on the 18th, you zip down to Atlanta for TV, you and Ola get a win over a couple of enhancement fellows. You're back in the Charlotte Coliseum that night, working with Ricky Morton. You're in a losing effort there. Greenville, South Carolina, you're working on top. It's dusty and Nikita taking on the Andersons in a steel cage match on the 21st. We're doing a TV taping and it's Ole Arn and uh, Tully getting a win in a, in a six man enhancement bout. We would do it again, this time in tag team action, Ole and Arn against Nelson Royal and Tim Horner. Then we're going to go ahead and hit up Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in front of 10,000 fans. Robert Gibson's back. So it's Ricky and Robert against Ole and Arn second from the top with flair and dusty main eventing on the 25th. We're back in Greensboro and Jimmy Valiant's working with, uh, Gary Royal, who randomly is substituting for Rick Rude here. And now Rick Rude is taking Manny Fernandez's spot against Hector Guerrero. So a little bit of shuffling going on at the bottom of the card, but the top of the card looks the same. It's dusty and Nikita taking on Ole and Arn in a steel cage match on the 26th. You're back in action in the Omni. Uh, we've established for a long time here on the show. This was like your Madison square garden Flair's going to be taking on Dick Murdoch, but second from the top it's dusty and Nikita against the Andersons, man, this has got to make you feel good. You know, you're standing across the ring from, you know, one of your childhood idols, the guy you, you sort of grew up loving and, and dusty Rhodes was such a big star and he's got this new hot, freshly turned baby face in Nikita Koloff. And to your right is your, your, your brother, if you will, in arms, Ole Anderson, and you're in the Omni. This is pretty damn cool, man. And a whole different dynamic. I mean, Let's just put it to you this way. Nikita Koloff was a steamroller, but he was not an artiste. Yeah. He was not a great performer. He was great when he was running you over. He just wasn't accomplished at taking a beating. And at that particular point in time, we wouldn't have tried to give him one. It just, he had to be the secret weapon that just put Dusty back on top. Um as far as having a partner that he could trust and that you knew would hold his end up and, and all those things. And, uh, and they were a hell of a formidable team. And, uh, I was a betting man. I bet that was a rough night in the army. I bet it was Greenville, South Carolina. The next day is no different. Dusty and Nikita this time against Tully and Arn. So Ollie was just glad to get the hell out of Dodge because this is a double bull rope match. Um, Nikita Koloff just wound up like the energizer bunny with a bull rope. Uh, I might call in sick that day myself. Uh, and then there's a TV taping 
uh, on the 28th in Rock Hill, South Carolina, Ole and Arn are going to pick up a win over, uh, Bill Mulkey and John Savage. And then you guys do something kind of interesting. You film a match for Japanese TV. It's dusty Rhodes, Ricky and Robert on one side, taking on uh flair, Ole and Arn in a steel cage match. They go 15 minutes, but this is kind of cool to look back and think here. You guys are based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, six American wrestlers filming matches for Japan. Not too bad for an old country boy from Georgia. Is it? Ta-ta, right. Uh, yeah. And Hey, it was, it was way cool to, to know where that was going to be airing because, you know, in those days, new Japan and all Japan were red hot. They were, they were doing good business. And, uh, to send this over, I'm sure was for J- new Japan probably. Yeah, I would guess. I would think so. Uh, and they probably had some requests on who they wanted. So that, you know, I wasn't lost on that, that maybe I was requested. I don't know. Feeding my ego a little bit there. So yeah, it was way cool. Well, that's going to uh, wrap us up here for October of 86. This was uh, a really fun episode. So much going on with, with Magnum's accident and then dusty being attacked in the parking lot. And now Nikita's turned to baby face. And then we got to talk a little trash at the beginning of the show, but next week it's our Christmas episode, dude, this has to happen eventually, right? Our show was going to drop on Christmas day. Uh, and for years and years, when you were first coming up in the business, Christmas day was one of the biggest days of the year for professional wrestling. And just in that same fashion, Arn is going to be back on Christmas day, man. I'm like a damn old school wrestling promoter. I got you working on Christmas, man. Hey, I got the Derby now. All I need is my beard's probably gray enough. I probably could just put on the hat and be Santa. Well, uh, Santa Arn will be here next week. And we're going to be talking about Starcade 86. Of course, we're going to cover all of November of 86, but Starcade 86 was such a special show and, uh, it, it's, it's too big for just one arena. It's in Greensboro and it's in Atlanta. Uh, this is going to be fun. The night of the skywalkers will be our topic next week. Of course, all of November of 86, but Man, this is going to be fun, but I had a blast, you know, talking a little football, talking a little current wrestling, talking about the good old days and I'm ready for next week, but I can't believe Christmas is already here, dude. This year flew by. Yeah. You know, things are turning the corner. Let me just, uh, and I meant to do this at the top of the episode. I'll do it right now. I just want to throw a shout out to my friend and a friend of the show, uh, Brandy. Oh yeah. Who, who has had a mess with, uh, COVID and man, I just want to say she fights like nobody I've ever seen. And I mean, male, female, so proud of her. If you don't mind out there, I love you, you know, say a prayer for her cause she's one tough lady and uh, I admire her as much as anybody I know. So Brandy keep fighting, babe. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. We're pulling for you. And, uh, man, I, that, that's one of the benefits of adfreeshows.com. You know, we get to know our listeners here on the program. We get to hang out with them. We get to visit with them. You know, they get to do interactive zooms and then, you know, come Chicago this past year for top guy weekend, we all got to hang out and fellowship a little bit. And, uh, I like that. We've sort of created like a little wrestling family for ourselves with adfreeshows.com. Arn. Me too, buddy. It's, it's an honor and a pleasure to get to know, you know, the fans. And for so long, I was unable to see them up front because I was working every day and now I get to, and let me tell you, the treat is all mine. Well, we hope you guys check it out. Go check out adfreeshows.com and shout out to Brandy and 
man, anybody who's, uh, who's struggling, because if you're reading the news, you're seeing, boy, there's flare ups again, everywhere. And we hope everybody has a happy and most importantly, a safe and healthy, uh, happy holiday season, no matter what you celebrate. Uh, me and mine, we're going to be celebrating Christmas and I can't wait to be back next week. What a Christmas treat. Look under the tree next Saturday and what'll be there. It's Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.